0: Did you know that the iconic Sonic the Hedgehog wasn't the first choice for Sega? They experimented with other species, including the armadillo, porcupine, dog, and an old guy with a moustache. You're listening to the Xbox Hub Podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit thexboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Xbox Hub Official Podcast, episode number 71. My name is Gareth Bryan. I'm going to be your host. On my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How are you doing, James?
2: Hello. I'm alright, thank you. Good. How are you?
1: I'm very good. We're recording this for people behind the scenes in the afternoon for the first time, so it's, it's a different dynamic. I quite like it. What about you, James?
2: I just woke up. <laughs> 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 that doesn't surprise
1: me. That doesn't surprise me. And on my virtual right is Mr. Darren Edwards, a newcomer to the podcast. How are you doing, Darren?
3: I'm very well. Good afternoon, gents. How are good. you guys? Good. Excited to be on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been meaning to to come along for a while, so it's good that I finally made it, which is great news. Great. And how long have you been with the Xbox Hub writing for us? Ooh, it must be about two and a half years now since I first started writing for the site.
1: Good. Um, I'm going to ask you some questions, so the so the people, the podcast people, all three of them, can get to know you <laughs> a, bit, a bit more. Um, so I've got a few questions, a really basic ones, nothing. And right. we know your names, Darren. How old are you, Darren?
3: So I'm 30 as of a week and a half ago, so just turned. Wow, happy birthday.
1: Um, and where do you live round right about? Don't have to give the address. I'm not asking yeah. you sort code or anything.
3: Um, I'm in Nottingham, so in the East Midlands.
2: Ah. What's your phone number? <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's it <gets> a zero.
1: <laughs>
3: um <As I> <laughs>
1: Favourite game, if you had to name one.
3: That is a very difficult question. Um, I guess my favourite game at the moment is probably Forza Horizon 4. Um, I've put a lot of hours into it, and I dread when I have to play Forza Horizon 5 and commit to the same level. Um, but of all time, that's a very difficult one. I think the original Halo is going to be up there, so I'm probably right. going to plump for that. Um, okay. Yeah.
1: Do you play the normal Forza, the Forza, whatever that's called, Forza sports no. thing?
3: Yeah, no, not really. In fact, when I bought my Xbox One a few years ago, it came bundled with seven and I sold it for about 40 quid on eBay. So <laughs> no, not really. Not for you, no. Okay. Nah.
1: Favourite film?
3: Um, Very good question. Um, I think the original Alien has got to be up there, a bit of a sci-fi fan. Mm, um, good and choice. that's just an absolute classic So yeah, that's that's definitely up there
1: Good um, Favourite TV
3: series? Oh, I'll probably have to go for Doctor Who Again, similar lines um, Not so much these days But back when it came back in the noughties With Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant I was uh, absolutely hooked on it
1: Did someone else say that as well? We had another person on here who said that With Christopher Eccleston James, can you I remember? Think, yeah.
2: Yeah, I can't remember? Who, it was, who was it?
1: Wow. Oh, must lessons. be the
3: Northern representation, I think,
1: that did it for me. <laughs> could be that, yeah. Um Also, if you're on a desert island, we would like to ask this question, which I've nicked from Desert Island is, and you're allowed one luxury item, what would you take with you? So you've got food, you've got drink, limited. But you could have a luxury item, what would it be?
0: Ooh,
3: that is a good question. Um Oh, I guess it will probably be, um seems it's handheld, my original Nintendo DS. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I dread to think how many hours I put into several games on that while i travelling and at home. So that certainly stave off the board, I think, until the battery Good. ran on at least.
1: Yeah, and you get no games. You just <laughs> yeah. stare at the screen. <laughs> Remembering. <laughs> um, James, have you got any questions for Dan?
2: Um, no, I think you've covered them all.
1: I've covered I've covered everything you need to know. Oh, thank God for that. Thank God for that. Let's move <laughs> on. Um gentlemen, what have we been doing this week? Uh James, what have you been up to?
2: Well, unsurprisingly, I've been watching uh a lot of wrestling, like I always do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um but there was one particular moment worth pointing out for the weekend, uh which was an an exploding Barbed Way Deathmatch.
1: <laughs> okay, before you go on, what what was this on?
2: What uh, kind of wrestling was it... Elite wrestling. Right. It's an American promotion. Um and it was after three hours of great wrestling, and this was the last match. And you had barbed wire ropes, you had tables, barbed wire bats, it was brutal. Absolutely brutal. and <laughs> The blood, the referee had a phone like has match suit on, (laughs) just in case. Um, But the best part was the end, because if the match didn't finish within 30 minutes, the whole ring was set to explode. (laughs) (laughs) And they actually ended the match five minutes early, so you know, no explosion. But they they went ahead with it. I said, you know what? Start the countdown. And they handcuffed one of the guys and put him in the middle of the ring so he couldn't leave. Mm. Um, So we thought, oh no, he's going to die. Um, His friend came out, died on top of him to protect him. And then literally the explosion went off and it was like sparkles. It was the most disappointing explosion ever everything.
0: Well, of course it
2: is, because it's not, it's not going to be a real yes. explosion. But it looked horrendous. And the guy's there, in the ring, like he's dead. <laughs> laying there, not moving. Do you think <laughs> they, they told him? Right do
1: you think the special effects people told him this is going to be really good? It's going yes. to look great.
2: And he sold it brilliantly.
1: Great. Wow. But
2: I think someone, someone's getting fired. <laughs>
1: Great! That's James's wrestling weekly. It, gets, it just gets more extreme. The next one will be in space. You never know. Yeah, um, Darren, what about you? What you've been doing this week? Uh,
3: so for Marvel geeks, it was the One Division finale last week. Um, so I know you're planning to watch it, aren't you, Gareth? So I won't give anything away.
0: Yeah, no
1: spoilers um, for anyone, please. Yeah,
3: no, but. Um, I think it's uh, definitely been uh, a real success, a bit of a comeback after the Enforced Gap because of COVID-19. And I think it's not done the Marvel franchise um, any damage at all, actually, a bit of a kind of a gap and a break, um, build up the anticipation again. Um, And because there's going to be a slew of releases this year, um, if it goes to plan, cinematic, hopefully, and on Disney Plus as well. So... Um yeah, it was very good. It's very different. Um really captures. We
1: haven't, we haven't talked about it on here yet. No, so we haven't which is and it's been on since January, hasn't it? So we haven't said mm. anything about it. And James, you've seen some of it, all of it, have you? I
2: I watched the first episode last week
0: hmm.
2: and I thought, This is terrible. I'm not <laughs> watching this again. But then I woke up Saturday morning and watched the whole series in one night. Wow. And it is very addictive. Well it, is. it it it's very much for the the Marvel well, I like those are the geeks. It, it there's so many Easter eggs. Oh, that you just find it. it. It's amazingly addictive to watch it. Um, and it's really good fun. The way the parody certain things.
1: So um, I mean without spoiling it, of course, and what I know from it, the only thing I know from yeah. it it's got vision um, and it's got Vision, who was, spoiler, close your ears, who died in um, the I last must. couple of Avengers movies. Um, spoiler back. And then, um, and he's in it with Scarlet Witch, and they're together in a kind of, they're almost like sight from the trailers, are in a kind of sitcom world in the 1950s and then into the 60s and 70s. That's all I know.
2: Yeah. It's a bit a parody of The Witch. And then later on, it's more modern sitcoms. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it it's strange because it's a very slow starter. But it builds up really well up until the end. And you're like, wow, this is I want more. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, you want it. it? Yeah. yeah. And now we can't wait for what happens next. That's where Batman turned up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so, does it feed into this
1: kind of. Is it. Does it feed into the sort of Marvel over. Because, you know, obviously they came to a point at the end of Affinity War where they, they stopped that storyline. And it's almost mm. like we, we, we're starting again. But does it feel like this is a, the ignition for, for something that's going to start the whole next lot of films, the next sort of phase? <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's the official start of what they're calling Phase 4. Um, So Phase 3 of the Cinematic Universe ended with, it felt like Endgame, but then there was the second Spider-Man film that came after it. Um So it very much, it still deals with the aftermath of what happened and then, as you say, sets it up for the future for the next kind of overarching storyline of the next few films and whatnot.
1: And do you... Are they saying, I'm asking you questions, you two here, are they saying that you need to watch the TV series and then does it or can you watch the, the next lot of films on their own to, um, does it matter?
3: I think, it, I think you'd be able to follow it but you wouldn't get the most from it so I think when they talked about creating these series on Disney Plus they did say they won't just be kind of afterthoughts or cash-ins they will tie in closely to the overall universe so you'll get a lot more out of understanding the characters and, and what's happening if you watch them alongside the films.
1: That's interesting, isn't it? It's really clever of them to do that. I got rather than the agents of Shield, which mm-hmm. had a sort of like connections, but it wasn't you didn't you could have missed that whole thing. It doesn't matter so much, Yeah. It? They were just reflecting of what might have happened. Yeah. In the, in it the turns, films. It? Yeah. Okay. Exciting. And, and so next for Marvel is Winter Soldier and Falcon or something. Was it
3: called? That's it, yeah. Falcon and Winter yep.
2: Soldier, I believe it's next week as well. It's wow. a
3: so great one. Then... a great
2: games yeah. One Division <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> wow.
1: And what's the next one? It's Loki, isn't it? The Loki series in May
3: times in yes. June. And is that is it it the year?
2: <laughs>
3: I think. I think there's. Um... Potentially an animated series as well, uh, okay. called What If, that's coming oh, back yes. end of the year. And then there's what? it's interspiced with films that they still want yeah. to release in the cinemas. They're a bit hesitant to just drop them on a streaming service at the moment. Okay.
2: Good. Which is well, the first good. film? Is it Black Widow?
3: Yeah, Black Widow, which yeah. was supposed to come out last year. So everyone's been waiting for that for a while
1: now. James is not into Black Widow. I am. I'm really into it. Because I've just started watching all the Marvel films again, which I've said before in here, um, with my partner who's never seen them. And she. And actually, Black Widow and Hawkeye come out really well the second time you view it. I really yeah. enjoy, really enjoyed <laughs> watching them. James is not a fan. <laughs> I'm with you. I've
3: it. it.
2: Yeah, i will
1: like rewatch it. them all again. Yeah, it's good. Um, good. I've watched this week. God, we've been talking about this week for the longest week we've ever talked about. I've <laughs> I've been watching this week um, a TV series called The Terror which is on BBC iPlay, if you've got it at the moment. It's an AMC, American production, with Ridley Scott as producer it. And it's a 10-part series that the BBC have got now. So you can watch it all for free on iPlay, if you've got it now. Um, and it's set in 1849, and it focuses on a group of naval officers from Britain who are trying to find the famous northwestern Western Pass on the Antarctic. So they're in the Antarctica with two ships, one of them called the Terror, and the ships get stuck in the ice. And a strange creature is stalking them from outside, and that's the premise of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's really really good. It's a really interesting kind of um, document of that time, of that kind of like sailors and about that whole thing about them going out to these places and then having to be sort of landlocked for three years before they either get rescued or try to try to escape, and mm-hmm. um, and it brings in this kind of myth as well of these kind of like Inuit tribes and their kind of um, creatures and the shamans, and uh, but also it's a kind of document of like you know British soldiers. uh, It's a British the British Empire which was going out and um, claiming everything as their own or slaughtering kind of whole groups of tribes. Or yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a really interesting. It's really good. It's really really good. Um, I'd recommend it yeah very good I've only got one more episode to go but yeah that's worth a watch but games that's what we're here to talk about mainly (laughs) what are we playing James let's start with you what have you been playing this week
2: I'm playing loads of games um, for a change yeah and it's not been Rocket League or James of War good nice nice change Um, one in particular that I played was Under Leaves which is a hidden object game and basically you you have to find items for animals in these lovely watercolour painted scenes Um, it's quite relaxing Um, and so you might have like um, chestnuts to find you've got to search the trees and the leaves to find chestnuts or the seabeds, searching seabeds for seashells, um, and it, it's just really therapeutic. You just sit there, staring these lovely paintings and find some objects, and that's um,
0: it.
2: yeah, that's nice. I mean, that really is it, um, and it is really well designed, that like, the colours, the colours are fantastic. I um, and it is very really relaxed, but it is quite hard. Um the items really blend in to the environment quite well. Oh, okay. You could be there for ages. Um, there's a hint system, but if you use that, you get no achievement at the end. Oh. You're not using hints. Yeah. Um so yeah, but yeah, it's, it's a good the little hidden object game. Good. Um, quite family friendly.
1: It you does know, that, like the it. animation. And we reviewed it, I think, didn't we? think maybe Dave
2: yeah, reviewed it. Yeah, I think what, remember, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know
1: what he gave it, I can't remember. Um so three and a half. Three and a half, I maybe, think. yeah. Is that fair enough?
3: Yeah, it's a good game.
1: Yeah, okay. It's good session, good. Under the
3: leaves. Um Darren, what about you? What's your first one? Um so I played a great little game uh called Kill It with Fire ah. Um which I reviewed as well. Um and essentially you are a exterminator and you're in a town, city, area wherever you find yourself I and mean, you're infested with different types of spiders, um, but you find a whole arsenal of weapons to take them down with. So it starts with the Not too ridiculous, like frying pans and stuff. But you can work your way up to unlocking RPGs and flamethrowers and C4 packs. So it's delightfully ridiculous. It's great, great fun. Um, Just, just brilliant. Just great to jump in for an hour, and um, it doesn't take itself too uh, too seriously as well. So Mm. really enjoyed it.
1: Is it like a physics kind of game, like um, Iron Breton and stuff like that? That's what I first. That's what I when I looked at the
3: trailer. That's what it felt like to me. But it isn't like that, is it? It's um it's I suppose the thing I can liken it to most is um a bit of a hybrid between a point and click and a um FPS, I guess. Um so you kinda you have to go around and complete certain objectives on each level. So it might be you have to um find certain items or take out a certain number of specific types of spider and you unlock all sorts from little baby spiders to ones that explode when you shoot them and um, it's a bit of exploration and a bit of combat as well. So point and click is probably a, a closer kind of match on Revise, okay. I think.
1: What would you give it down?
3: Uh, I gave it four out of five in the end. Oh. Um, so uh, it looks like that um, there will be another one at some point, or at least some extra stuff for it. So I'm looking forward to seeing where they, where they take it next. Kill it with fire.
1: Yeah, it does look mm-hmm. good. Um, I've played a game this week called In the Rays of the Light.
0: Ooh.
1: And it's, it's not out yet, but we've got no embargo. He checks. Are you sure? Yeah, no, I'm hey, positive. Problems. Yeah. I've streamed it anyway, so hopefully it's okay. Um it's, it's coming out, I think, next week. I think on the 17th sometime, I think, of March. Maybe I've got that wrong. Um But it's it was based on a game called The Light, which came out in 2012 on PC, and it's a Russian um, single maker and a, and a composer. And it puts you in... The, you basically just you wake up in an abandoned building, um, and there's nothing to tell you what to do next. There's no tutorial. There's no instructions. <laughs> you just you have to... You literally go out of the room, and you see on the wall a... Uh, a, a flashlight that's taped up there and it just says the light and then you just take the flashlight and then you're off exploring but luckily this world you're in is is not that huge you're in this kind of huge building i'm not even gonna say what it is because that was spoil it um a huge big building then there's a kind of outside area you can explore and you're basically trying to find um clues to what you were meant to be doing, what you were, what this place was. And it looks a bit like The Last of Us, you know, the environment. So you can look at it and everything's abandoned and run down, plants are overgrown coming through the buildings. Um, it's really brilliant. I loved it. And it, it's going to take you two hours to do it. And it's, it deals with some really kind of like heavy themes of... Um, what it is to be human, mass extinction. <laughs> wow, that's quite deep. Yeah, quite deep. <laughs> and but you, what I really like is you just no handheld in the tool. You're just literally exploring this kind of world, and then you're doing clues. You might see some clues that might lead you to some other things. Simple clues like there's a door that's locked. You find a crowbar, you open the door, and that way to more kind of complex stuff when you might see. Um, and photographs of the place and the building, and then in these photographs there might be numbers in there that might open a uh, padlock to a to a to a door that you might lead to. So simple stuff, but there's no kind of like this is where you go or arrows pointing to where you are. But it tells a really kind of amazing kind of like narrative that's strange and odd and uh, it's, it's right up my street. I love it. Nice good. So I think I've just reviewed. I've just put it in now, so it's not up yet, but it'll be up in the next couple of days. And I reviewed it quite highly because it's only five quid, I think, as well. Oh, okay. 5 so it's worth it if you like a bit of a adventure. Um, but that's it, in the rays of the light. James, what else have you been playing?
2: Um, I played a strange game where it started you, you wake up in the lower decks of a ship and you sur- you're surrounded by an owl faced human a monkey face human mm. and a deer face human. So they play very anthropomorphic. Um it's Eastshade. Ah. I didn't even play it.
1: I've played it on Game Pass, isn't it?
2: Yeah. That's rough. I saw it on there. I thought I'll give this a go. Yeah. It's an open world exploration type adventure game. And you play as a a painter. Um it was to capture the best parts of the island, and there is easel. because um, apparently it was his mother's dying wish to do so um but yeah it's a it's a really nice game because you wander around the island talking to these locals, and they're all very strange, but they are very human stories and mm. um, there's a lot of secrets to uncover in the um, as well, um, and it's got everything, really. You can craft. You can get crossed, and it's just. I, don't I, like can, it but I can't believe not. you're playing it.
1: <laughs> That's I don't know. It's 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 quite it's quite a big game.
2: It's I, quite like a big game. Because <laughs> I'm it for a while. I thought, where's all my achievements? I'm <coughs> playing this for at least two hours now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really big, yeah. as in the world. Mm. And it's good to find little bits of lore here and there. It's a nice little game. It's a really weird game, this game, because it came
1: out, and I think we reviewed it. I think Gemma might reviewed it. from. Yeah, I think you're right, up, so. yeah. And uh, I, I, it sort of came and went, and no one knew anything about it. Even with it in some game pass, no one's really... Seen it talked about it that much, it's just it's
2: bizarre, it's, you know. Know. and it seems to be a lot of work's been put into it as well. Yeah, and it's very out there, mm. yeah. And um, but it and it's voice acted, mm. which surprised me the most, yeah. does that won't cheap,
1: no, <laughs>
2: no. Um, yeah, it's a really interesting conversations and storytelling, as well as a couple of fetch quests that aren't that exciting. Um, but yeah, it's a really different game
1: the painting bit's good as well isn't it if I remember
2: rightly yeah. yeah you can do, you craft the um you it, the canvas mm. you can paint any part of the world yeah I mean it did it for you but it still quite nice I don't know
1: what you mean I was
2: doing it myself at home <laughs>
0: <laughs> <I was> painting
2: <laughs> but that's yeah awesome. that, that's a game pass so <laughs> <Good>. you can't
1: <laughs> yeah
0: good
3: Um Darren, what, what's your second one? Um, so I've been playing a bit of Dirt Five um, this week. Seems it's on Game Pass now um, from Codemasters, which is um, really good fun. It's uh, pretty easy to just jump jumping out of. Playing a couple of the guys from the site as well, um, so it's always entertaining. Uh, but yeah, I never never picked it up when it was released. But I think Neil reviewed it. If I was, if I'm right, um, when it came out, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's quite difficult to to get to grips with some of the cars. If you, if you play a lot of Forza Horizon Four like I do, it's it's a bit of di- different handling. But um, yeah, good fun, good fun. I've not touched the career mode yet, just purely multiplayer. I thought I'd better play something different because I've played a lot of Forza recently. So mm. um,
1: yeah, I've done the career um, mode. I've started the career mode. The podcast bit is terrible.
3: Yeah, um, everyone. I don't. Um, everyone seems to. Not get on with that, and it I mean, seems it does, they've got some big names for it as yeah. well. I mean, it does yeah. a, it does a job. It just has
1: that kind of like like it. There's a, a podcast, podcast by they have a podcast that is basically uh, the career mode going. Mm. It's a bit like Forza Horizon in that sense, you know. Of yeah.
0: that,
1: someone you're doing great. This person's an up and comer. He's brilliant, and it's a meant to be. Podcast anyway. Podcasts are terrible. <laughs> and, uh, <They> do. <laughs> and uh it's alright. I mean it's an all right game. It's an alright yeah. I've just done it and it's, it's okay, it's good. But it's nothing special, is it? It's not,
3: it no, it's f- you're right, yeah. It doesn't um stand out. I don't not sound too harsh, but yeah, it, it's yeah. it's entertaining, it's good. Put a couple of hours in, but yeah, it doesn't, as you say, stand out in any way, I It
0: doesn't feel like
1: a next gen game as well. It doesn't feel like no it's, I know it's on both, but it doesn't really feel <laughs> it's in everything at the moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um Thank you, Dan. I've been doing. A, I played a game that I reviewed. I think it's on the site called Journey of the Broken Circle, and in this game, it's a little indie game. And in the game, you play a broken circle, like a little Pac Man, and you have to go through this world like a platformer, um, left to right, going along. And you can jump first of all, and you can roll, and then you might meet another friend. And the first one you might meet is a, a pine cone. <laughs> and you talk to the pine cone, and the pine cone joins with you, and now you can stick to walls as you go along. And then you might meet, meet a balloon, and this balloon you talk to, and then you'll be able to fly. So that's the kind of premise that you. You're so going to John. It's great. Do you know what? It's brilliant. It's really good. It's hard in some areas, but it's brilliant. But what it, what the kind of the story is about? There's a story there, and the world's beautifully designed, really indie, kind of beautifully done. But what what the game is? It's a game about friendship. It's about anxiety. It's about depression. <laughs> it's about, but not. It's not completely on the nose. It's that's what the dialogue's there, but through these kind of through these. Broken circles and balloons who feels deflated and needs to be gummed up and about people wanting different things in relationships and the relationship's breaking out. It's done really well. It's really clever. Um, but it is hard. There's some really hard bits in it. Um but it's a nice it's a game. I think I gave it four out five. It's really a good effort by this not a good effort, that sounds patronizing. It feels like um <laughs> yeah, well, well done. Well done. It feels like a really great kind of like a um, bit of game making, especially for the budget they had right. and everything else.
2: Yeah, do like that? Isn't it pretty cheap? I think it is. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. eight quid or something.
2: I, to, I, yeah, yeah. I like you to that. Yeah, it's great. Really good.
1: Um, there's a terrible bit in it. I'm just going to describe it really quickly. That really blows your head. So you basically, the, at one point, the, the circle drops near some lava in a lava world, and it and, it, and he says, "I'm just too hot. I'm getting confused." So what happens is the, the the controls get reversed. So going right, if you go right, it goes left.
2: So yeah,
1: it's like hell. <laughs>
2: so it messes your head
1: that. Oh my god, it's in the game, especially when you have to jump at the same time, sitting mm. jumping like that. Oh my god, that drove me mad. But very clever. Um, one more game each, I think. Uh, James, what have you got in the last one?
2: I got a little well, I've played a couple of chapters of Call of the Sea. Yeah. Well, of um, yeah, I love Call of the Sea. Yeah, I really like the puzzles in that. Yeah. Um, it's a, a story about a mysterious island um, and you play a woman who's going to find a husband who's disappeared um, and throughout you find more and more clues as to what's happened to, to him. And uh, I I like the story, but I'm more interested in the puzzle aspect. And um, there's always, shall I say, clues as to what to do. Yeah. I like that. It gets hard. Um, it, yeah, I've noticed that. But I quite enjoyed one where it's a piece together a little piece of um paper. So it's like a little jigsaw puzzle. It's only, I think it's in Chapter 2. Yeah. Um, and it was just nice and again, chilled. Yeah. I'm
1: loving these yeah. relaxing games. I know, all these games are going relaxing, <laughs> apart from Dirt 5. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, not very and relaxing. Until it was fire. <laughs> yeah, until it was fire. <laughs> yeah, apart, from da- apart from Darren's games. I
3: think yeah, I'm, a like, I'm on a different way back <laughs> this week, I think, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, uh, it's it's good. On Game Pass uh, as I, well. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know actually that. Much acclaim behind when it is, um, but I'm I'm really
1: enjoying it. It came out in December, didn't it? On well, Game Pass, it was yeah, uh, just before Cyberpunk, or around the same time, I think. Um, yeah, I think it did well. I think it got some nice reviews. I think we gave it a nice review. I can't remember who did okay. it. maybe hey, Richard. Um, yeah, good. I'm glad to keep going with it to the end. It's great. Yeah, it's really well, nice. I guess yeah. It was. I can't believe you're playing games it's amazing. Uh, I, it. I know That's this is madness. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, the Daryl what have you got? What's your last um, one?
3: So my latest uh review which uh, has not gone live yet um but embargo is lifted so we can talk about it a little bit is um monster truck uh championship so it was a originally released uh, end of last year so they've optimized it quite quickly for x and s um and it's a it's a monster truck sim sim type racer so it's quite realistic um a little bit more grounded than your um monster jam titans and whatnot um but it's quite good again kind of a similar vibe to dirt five um but it's monster trucks instead. So you have to get used to handling, you use one thumbstick to control the front wheels and the other to control the back oh, wheels. So God, I know it takes a bit of getting used to. It. So talking about if inverting controls is going to mess with your head, then this might do a little bit as well. Um, but once, once it, you kind of get used to it, you can pull off all sorts of tricks like backflips and somersaults. So um, it's quite good. It's quite good. Um, it, I'll, I'll save my kind of full thoughts for, for when the review goes, but yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, it's worth a look if you're into monster trucks, I think. I'm never going to play that. <laughs> Some people will just not be interested <laughs> at all. Man. That's fair enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> James, are you going to play it?
2: No, it sounds too complicated. <laughs> it does, it really just and the I'm, wheels. Uh, I want most trucks to be drive, crush, and yeah. then just keep driving. That's yeah, it. this
3: is uh, more in depth yeah. than that, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Some <laughs> well, people yeah, are going to love it.
3: Yeah.
2: Um,
1: my last game is on the PlayStation 5. It's a free game. I think we mentioned it last on PlayStation Plus. I can't say it. What's it called? Kid? Maquette. Maquette. Um, and it's a free game. There. And I've spent a bit of time. Lovely. Another nice little puzzler just doing, you know, just going through a lovely story and a kind of lovely world. What it does do, it plays with size really interestingly. So you'll be in a world and then you'll have a model of the world in the middle. Yeah. And then what you do is say there's an object in that in the in the model. You pick it up. It becomes the real thing, big in the real world. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. So if you had, yeah, so you might have something like a key that you might find in the model world. You pick the key up, and it's this huge key, (laughs) giant (laughs) key that you can use for a bridge to get across something. Place oh, and, uh, so it's really, really good. But what's great about they've got this kind of story in between about these two people who get together and then their relationship builds over the year. And one of the people is um Bryce Howard. Um, have I got that right? Who's in Jurassic World. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's one the of red the, Yes, and she's yes. brilliant. And of course, she's brilliant. And the relationship that it's all voiceover is just really lovely. They're just really... Well done and written. And so it's, again, it's a lovely, relaxing game. So if you've got PlayStation 5, it's free. Play it if you like to do Sorry, I'm really in the middle of that. And the last thing I go before going to the news is I am doing Hitman 3, which is a bit late as it came out in January, but I'm doing a sort of like let's play series of each level. I'm just going to put one out tomorrow. And I did Dubai, the whole walkthrough of Dubai in chaos. But I I did it. So I'm going to do one a week, I think. Um, But I'm really enjoying Hitman 3. Paul reviewed it and it's really good. It's really, Yeah, really he good. loved it. Oh, yeah. it's great. It looks amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I need to play that myself. Yeah, it's, it's my really list. good. I mean, the, the buy yeah. level is like stunning. It's like, yeah.
2: Where can we watch that
1: video? You can watch okay. it on the Xbox Hub channel. <laughs> on Fantastic. YouTube. Well done. I'll be there. You I'll be there. i tomorrow. Down. Friday. In the um, <laughs> good. Right, news. Now, it's a bit slow still, but we're, we've got a few things. Um, yeah, the big one is Bethesda. Bethesda, I can never say. Yes.
3: Anything. What about this, Darren? What's what's going on? Um, so the acquisition has finally gone through. Uh, I believe the EU competition watchdogs have, have rubber-stamped it with no conditions. So um, it's kind of all official. Um, and they put out a bit of a statement to say Xbox, Microsoft, Bethesda really excited to work together. They share similar values. Um, they're going to kind of leave them and support them in terms of Bethesda making games and projects so they're not gonna intervene too much by the sounds of it which is really good to hear um and then hopefully there's going to be some Bethesda games dropping onto game pass imminently um and we'll be looking at some exclusives down the line um but I think they've said some of the more immediate releases they're gonna, Keep multi-platform, so they're not going to take them away from from PS4 and five owners. Uh, but yeah, it's really exciting. I think it, it brings to the the acquisition of studios to something like twenty three under the umbrella now. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of people on that team. There's a lot of potential in there. It's really exciting.
1: I mean, we've said this before, but it's going to be a few uh, a couple of years down the line. It's going to be loads of mad games and game parts.
2: <laughs> I just hope we're not seeing that in four years' time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <See you>. yeah. <laughs> I action. mean,
1: I saw I saw on Twitter this massive kind of hatred between PlayStation and the Xbox people about this. You know, going no, on mental I about it. Imagine. I, um, but I, I think it's looking at the games that are coming out. It, it, I think the assumption is maybe like Starfield and the Elder Scrolls game, which we know are the next two new ones possibly. Like, yeah. That might be um, Xbox and PlayStation, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, being on if this happens, they'll be on Game Pass. Game on, Pass, yeah. On Xbox. Um, and then after that, maybe it's um, Xbox exclusive. But of course, there's, there's Deathloop as well, isn't it? Which is on the PlayStation, and that will come over
2: to it. And Ghostfire. And yeah. Ghostwire, yeah, yeah Because
1: Starfield is the rumor. The rumor is Starfield's coming this year. That's the rumor, is, isn't
2: it? Is Starfield the one that's been coming for years? Or am I thinking something else?
1: Um, are you thinking of Beyond good evil quite oh, right. I never
2: think
1: No, um, but yeah, I think Starfield is a rumor. That the rumor that it might happen this year. That's the first one. That I think they'd do that one first um, mm. before the Elder Scrolls. That's the. It's always
3: testable. I guess isn't yeah. yeah. it? So what are we gonna get? So say we're going to make a prediction and put our necks on the line, or stay stone for now.
1: <laughs> well, I, I don't care. I always get everything wrong, so it doesn't make any difference. Starfield, October twenty fourth. <laughs>
3: there we
1: go. You heard it here first. Two twenty one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, and What games do you think we can see on Game Pass soon? What 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 are we expecting to have on Game Pass from their back catalog? Well, quite a few of them are
2: already on there. Yeah, they're awesome, aren't they? are some, are not they They've already got Return on. Yeah. you have got Rage 2.
1: Yeah.
2: And um, um, Skyrim's on like there. Dishon- yeah, Dishonored 2. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: that- I couldn't think of anything Office
1: more. Youngblood.
2: It? Fallout 4, is that on there? It was on there for a bit, wasn't it? No, it isn't. I don't think anymore.
1: Oh, uh, that might come back.
2: So, yeah. Uh, we could get Evil Within. One and two. Ah, yeah. I like the second you one of
1: Evil
3: Within. I enjoyed that.
2: And Play. Yeah. Pray isn't on now. no, yeah.
0: That's
2: that's good. There's another one
0: coming out, I think, isn't
2: there? Pray at some point, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, what else
0: is I think that's, that's uh, Wolfie
2: yeah, New Order, you yeah, that one, yeah, and we Even really lucky, we could get Brink in the 360.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay, we well, have yeah, exciting times. We're getting wrecked. That's it. Enough now. Enough. Now. <laughs> um, exciting times. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens soon. October 23rd. Um, game... Now, this is for James as well, first of all, to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, can... e, FIFA 21, people don't know what the football game there's Ultimate team and an ultimate team. They have a system where you buy packs. And you, um, you, you put your cards like things. If you get a big player, you can put them on transfer market. And there's an internal transfer market that doesn't involve um, money. Really, you, I can't go off and buy off online um, a Ronaldo special Ronaldo for a couple hundred quid until now, because um, <laughs> EA is investigating claims of an employee selling FIFA 21 UT cards. Um, online, are not
2: they?
0: Where are they selling them, first of
2: all? I can't remember. I saw sell them selling them like in private messages.
0: Yeah. Like I in DMs
2: it. and stuff. Yeah. Which is um, quite, well, was it's the black market of Twitter. Um, <laughs> and they were selling like icon cards. So like, you know, Positby Arias or uh, Johann Cruyff's if you read, at Dave Beckham, um, and quite high prices.
1: But like a thousand quid for one of them, isn't it? Each? No, that I think it's a
2: thousand for three icons and a team of the season. Wow! In euros, um, which I thought it's a little bit pricey. Yeah. <laughs> But, we'll, um, but we'll, people will pay for it,
1: won't they? This is what I'm interested about yeah. the story. Yeah, about this, people it's will mad. pay money. It is mad.
2: Oh, uh, that's different. effort yes, in playing the game, you can get all these cards by hard work and determination. Yeah, and that's what you should strive to do. You yeah. know, crime crowd doesn't pay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a very
1: interesting thing, isn't it? Because you forget about EA, you forget about Ultimate Team and stuff like that. And and you know, Ultimate Team is the ultimate, um, you know, way of someone, you know, about a company making money. And EA make a lot of money from Ultimate Didn't Team. They more money from that than the game. Yeah, itself. And it becomes this huge industry, and it's more. It's quite interesting that you, there isn't more of these stories. I think when Ultimate Team first came out, you could, um, I could trade, I could give you a card couldn't I is that right I could, yeah. I could swap and with you were
2: using, so people were using eBay to sell cards back that's then. right yeah and that's when they stopped it doing person to person trading and so why and do you think they, why
1: they stop that
2: well because people were abusing it they were, they were selling cards for ridiculous amounts of money but do you and know coins.
1: why but I think they were doing that to stop that because they weren't that ultimately they won't make that money. You mean they won't get a the cut deal, or they wouldn't get if you <laughs> if you can go online and go and get Ronaldo. Yeah. You're not going to buy twenty packs to get Ronaldo, are you? Or the hope no. you might get it. No. True. No guarantee you get it that way. I guess no. And the whole point of it is you're not going to, like you said, you can either do it through hard work and all these things they do, or you can spend a thousand quid and have Ronaldo. Bloody hell, a thousand pounds! Imagine. That. How can I justify that?
2: <laughs> yeah. But if you fair, if yeah. you can't afford that. For a tenner, you can get Phil Jones and Harry Maguire. <laughs> Seems like a bargain when you
3: put it that way. And that's that's
1: <laughs> the real Phil Jones and Harry Maguire. He'll <laughs> yeah. so come and play. <laughs> Team captain. Yeah. Game. yeah. <laughs> uh, good. Okay, interesting that. Um, other news: Xbox Series S restocks in the UK. So, um, and there is some stock for the new for the Series X trickling in um, to people. Look out. Catch it before you can.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, sort after still, aren't they? Yeah. It's not caught up with demand yet. What is it? Yeah. Uh four months on. And yeah, still struggling to get the hardware out there. Well we guess... we me and James, we play FIFA and we play
1: on pro clubs and we realise it because you can't play pro clubs on cross generational. And it's it's uh, not it's not that many it's not you realise how many people haven't got it because
2: there isn't that many clubs as James. It's only a couple of thousand. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, wow. It's really, it's really bad. It used to be like seven hundred like fifty thousand teams. Yeah. And now there's nowhere near that.
3: Nowhere near that. And that's,
1: really. Yeah. It's because it split that generation across. You know. It's.
3: it's I suppose it, What we we're talking about earlier that it doesn't really feel like we've. We've we've realised we are in the, the next generation. Yeah, it still it still gets called the next generation, but it should be the current gen now, surely. So it mm. feels like we're in this halfway house at the moment, and you can count the releases, proper next gen releases, on the fingers of one hand, probably still. So it's a bit, uh, yeah, a bit of an interesting middle ground at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's it's really strange, isn't it? Because we we don't know what's you know we we don't know
0: what's coming out past May, really, do we? Mm. It's you know we know. FIFA, we know you FIFA. Called you regulars, yeah.
1: But again, we don't know. I mean, we don't know what's going on with E three and all that stuff as well. So it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. And you know what? What are the new games just for those generation? You know, for this generation, on their own without having to do a cross genre game. It's going to be interesting.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, they're being made. They're all being made. They're all there, but it's just about when they and also with COVID. When they can finally finish it and put it out. Yeah. But it does feel weird. It feels of like strange time at the moment. But we've played some great games this week. We've all enjoyed it. All these little that's indie games. There's
3: yeah. loads of games out there
1: still. Yeah. That's the thing. It's amazing. Um, other news. We've had some releases. Uh, who's Tina and Ninja Turtles? Who wants to talk about that? I don't. I'm I never into it. You two are
2: into it. Not really. Tell um, us about it. Um, right, so basically they, they do a Turtles game that's a throwback to the retro um, side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Okay. So you, you've got a very old-school looking bunch of turtles. Um, I, it looks so nostalgic from the little trailer that they've um, released. Um, It'll be a bit like Seats of Age, in many ways, right? Um, and your players Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, and Donatello. And obviously, you have to you have to take down Shredder because it's called Shredder's Revenge. Um, yeah, we don't know much about it really. That's what we really know. But you're excited about it, James. Well yeah, I love turtles. Okay. And literally night eighties during ninety turtles. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Darren, are you excited about the turtle game? Um, as I say, I only had a casual relationship with the series as a kid, but I must say I agree with James. When I heard the theme tune in the trailer, it did bring back some proper nostalgia. And I think one of one of the, the devs um were a, uh involved in making streets of Rage four last year so it's got some good um people on board by the sounds of it so I'll, I'll definitely have a look um when it comes out depending on cost and whatnot and um, but I'm sure it'll be good for fans it looks like it's going to be faithful to, to what people would want from the game so I think it's only a good thing really
1: And um, when's it coming out do we know it? um in
3: the future
1: <laughs> yeah is it ever set okay right. good no I don't think it does yet um, mm-hmm. a, a couple more announcements. Um, we are here forever. Announced for Series X and uh, PS5 and PC. Um, you've played this when you were Neil James. Have I got this wrong? The original. I have. It's
2: what a is great it? Car series. You basically you work together using walkie-talkies in the game, so you can see one aspect of a puzzle, and the other person. See the other side of it. Just describe what's going on in each room by the uh, walkie talking. <laughs> so it it's really mm. about cooperation to
1: solve. That's great. Is That's it? I've not great. I've not played yet. And is it is the originals on X on Game Pass?
2: Or like... Not on Game Pass, but I think they are quite cheap. Okay. Um. Uh. It, yeah, it's really good fun. pretty really. If you know the person you're playing with. Yeah. I wouldn't play it with a random. Um, it would be hard work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you wouldn't play it with me. Yeah. It would be hard work.
2: Oh, oh, definitely not. <laughs> um, I, think it, I just thought it was £4.19, the first oh, one. Good. Oh, well,
3: can't
2: I can't argue with that. And it's easy game to score. Oh. It'd give freak. it a go, guys. Okay, great.
3: It's
1: Another game that's been announced is the brutal survival game that's been on PC called Rust. That um has spawned it's lots of streams. <laughs> and it's coming to Xbox Series X in the spring in this year. So that's that's a that's quite a big game coming, isn't it? Um if
3: you if you like that type of thing. What do we know about mm-hmm. Rust?
1: Have you anyone played Rust on PC?
3: Not, um, no, I've never never kept up to date with technology enough to be a pc gamer really console was always the easiest way through but it it reminds me a little bit of um from what i do know of it a little bit like no man's sky but kind of post-apocalyptic wasteland kind of survival experience um but as you say it's it's quite a big title for pc so it'll be good to see it on console Mm. um and and see how it works with you know it's, it's all about playing with others i guess exploring the the environment so Hopefully, it will have enough people hooked from PC into console.
1: I mean, it came back on 2013. It started early access, didn't it? So it's like it's going to be interesting. It's, I mean, it will have hopefully a big, big group of people. Um, mm. it worries me. I like,
2: I mean, I heard of it. Yeah, i it heard of it. No, it's oh. <laughs> and I, I still don't really know much about it. <laughs> Apart it's switched to with iron oxide. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it always worries me with these things. So it's like when we, we waited for ages for Daisy to come to console. And uh you know, that was the biggest thing, wasn't it? In two thousand and god knows when ten or something, twelve. And then when Daisy came to consoles finally, everyone went, Oh it was, <laughs> it was a bit broken, didn't look quite good. It was a bit sick. So but hopefully they've got this right it's gonna be Interesting, I'll be interested to see what that's about, even though yeah, I'll be changing.
0: Yeah, and soon,
1: uh, very soon, spring. Um, robot fans, <laughs> just to let you know really quickly, we have a few, we talked about robots here before. Um, at Amazon are developing a secret project that's not too secret because obviously it's been leaked um, on a home robot um, that is the size of two small cats. That's their description.
3: I I have two small cats, so that works for me perfectly. Uh,
1: (laughs) I I love that, two small cats. Why don't they just say one medium dog? Why don't they say two small or something? Um, 10 to 13 inches wide, and it'll move around the space, navigate an area, and just like a furry feline, has voice activated the system, will roll about on its wheels. And I I, I think it functions with the other smart devices, maybe. I don't know what else it does. It carries objects. Uh, it has a waist-high retractable pole with a camera. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I like that's about that's this. Not like that. I like. Yeah, I know. What I like about this. It says, insider claims an anonymous source directly involved with the project says that people were very sceptical about the launch. These are people inside. About it possibly turning into another Fire Phone. So yeah, look out, robot fans. There might be another robot on its way. We'll be full of robots.
3: As it's not the start of Skynet, then
2: I think we'll I know. Um, James, are you excited about this? I would be if I had arms. <laughs> if you actually grab stuff, that'd be great. You want it to grab stuff? But,
0: oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't want to talk about very that, very useful. don't know why you're talking about that, grabbing <laughs> stuff. Okay, I'm going to move on. Not in that way, do No, I know, I know. Come on now. Um, I'm sorry, <sighs> I've lowered the tone. Um, the last bit. Fire has resulted in the loss of some EU servers. Who put this?
3: Uh, so yeah, this was um just something I saw off the back of Rust we were talking about. Um apparently they've they've had a fire in one of their data centers um only a couple of days ago, uh, which has yeah, resulted in a loss of quite a lot of player data and, and server data, they reckon. Um, some of it that they can't recover. But overall it's not affected player numbers too much. So I think they're just kind of sorting through the damage to see what um what has been lost. But Nobody was hurt, apparently, or anything. But, yeah, quite um, quite a serious serious fire with serious loss, apparently. What what game is it? Uh, for Rust. For Rust, I So okay, what we were talking right. about before, yeah. yeah. Um, so bad timing for those guys, I guess, as well. You to be gutted when you spend
1: four years on something, all gone. But nothing they can do. Um, now, we've got a giveaway um, coming up, and it's um, for a game that we reviewed on the site, and it's called, I can never say this, Baobab's Mausoleum Grindhouse Edition. Um how would you describe this game, YouTube? How would you describe this game? I've been looking
3: at our review and I can't work it out. It seems, yeah, it seems like a bit of a um a hybrid of different different genres really from from what I can tell. Um I think look looking at it at first glance, you might be put off a little bit, um, but it doesn't doesn't give it its full potential. Um it look uh, we are given
1: it a four and a half stars and I, uh, I think uh can you read it for us.
2: Um he, yeah, and
1: he said it was just like unique and really interesting. You can't describe it. He found it hard to describe it, so it's just a really interesting game and adventure. But the good news is we've got three codes to give away. Um and so not that much and what we got if details of what to do, I think all you gotta do is really share on Twitter and our YouTube channel. Um but all the details are in the description on this description show. of the podcast, yeah, or on the Xbox Hub website, but it ends on Tuesday next week, so that'd be Tuesday the something twelfth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, sixteenth um, of yeah, March. So, so get those in. What
2: day <laughs> Yeah, we're
1: going rehearsals. Throw this in. Um, but there you go. Um, what are we looking forward to next week, you two? Because we've come to the end of our time. Darren, what are you after?
3: Uh, so, talking of Bethesda, um, there's a incoming trailer for Doom: The Ancient Gods Part Two, which is the DLC for Doom Eternal, which is due to drop uh, on the fifteenth. Um, and fingers crossed to be some sort of indication of when it's going to be released as well. Um, but I've reviewed the first part of the DLC, and it was it was really good, but it was a, it was a bit of a grind. And for those oh. who play Doom, there's plenty of marauders in there, which are just make you want to scream at times, trying to take them down. Uh, so hopefully not too many marauders, but I'm looking forward to that, definitely. Good.
2: Okay. James, what about you? Oh, so, so many things. Um, <laughs> just this week. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep, the the four-hour cut. And um, you can watch this now
1: on the Sky Cinema, can't you, for UK?
2: Yes, um, on Thursday the 18th. Okay. Okay. So uh, and then we we'll do a full podcast straight afterwards. <laughs> Is that right? No? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: and they've got three nights of wrestling this week at yeah. one a.m. So that'll be interesting. Oh, late like, night no wrestling. Yeah. Good.
1: Um, we're going to do some Watchdogs online on Sunday, aren't we? For a little bit to test it out. Definitely. I think. Yeah. Um, so we'll have a little comment on that next week. Um, and uh, also, want to say thank Zerono games for the codes as well for the giveaway um, but Darren it's been a pleasure having you will you come again
3: absolutely thank you for being gentle with me for my oh, first good. time on the podcast mm-hmm. good. good
1: to have you thank now you. If,
3: we, if we wanted to get hold
1: of
0: you do you want to give us any information
3: or? yeah certainly uh, so my uh, Twitter handle is at 27Darren you can find me there and follow my reviews and stuff on Twitter great
1: James where can we find you um, at okduko
2: on Twitter
1: and Instagram. Great. You can find me at GBBriley on Twitter and Twitch. But for now, I'll see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. 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 Bye.
0: You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com you to found all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.